0: Sundays. Are you singing Are you ding, singing like a up song?
1: Ding, ding. That is White Zombie song.
0: White Zombie? Yeah. How does it go? <laughs> There's a Black Sabbath song that does I guess the same rhythm. It goes something like that. A different.
1: This one is <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like the Sabbath song.
0: Maybe I'm not saying it right.
1: Well, that's Supercharger Heaven by White Zombie. It's okay. like the nineteen ninety-six uh it's from What's the album? I guess it's from Astro Creep two thousand, but <clears throat> it's um Astro it's in Creep two thousand
0: came out in ninety six. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they were so ahead of their time.
1: <laughs> I mean, they totally were White Zombie. But um, it's in my head because it the beginning of the movie it has um it has a a clip of from the movie The Haunting that we're doing today.
0: White oh White Zombie does yeah oh really
1: yeah. Oh. And yeah. if you if you heard me quoting Latin earlier too, it's also because it has uh quotes from another movie called Wait, uh, when were you
0: speaking Latin? I
1: was singing the song because it also has uh it also has um the Latin phrases uh from to the devil, a daughter that stars Christopher Lee. Okay. That's White Zombie. Gotcha. The song, not the movie. <laughs> White zombie Band the band movie. I get
0: you yeah. yeah it's a little confusing but I get you I think <laughs> I think it uh you know anybody who knows some of that uh followed me he followed me follow yeah, me, follow me yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah it has that phrase in the movie in like the opening part and um gotcha yeah, well that. it
0: still reminds me of a black Sabbath kind of uh uh melody but, but um, that
1: song actually the one I was doing <laughs> is actually oh yeah no it is that one it's the one that it's the one that goes. Devil man, devil man, Colin, devil man, in <laughs> my
0: I think you should just start a uh, channel that's just you doing uh, white zombie covers. <laughs> you could play the bass, right?
1: I can. Yeah. But that bitch is crazy. She is so good on that bass. Like, my fingers can't keep up sometimes. But she does play with the pick, and I just finger girls on my time off.
0: Okay. It still reminds me of a Black Sabbath song and I I would actually not be surprised if Rob Zombie took a little bit of inspiration from that song while thinking of the song and not saying he's stealing anything because that's that's not uh, what musicians do.
1: It's
0: Yes. So, with that being said though, I mean uh, I I you know, I do hear a little bit of that song in there. But okay, so Maybe
1: it's just the way I'm singing it.
0: He is using a uh, haunting sample in the beginning of the song is what you're saying right yeah
1: and let me look it up so it's word for word i mean i know it but i don't want to mess it up because this is a big
0: deal. so the haunting from 1963 is our episode for today on this wonderful ice cream sunday
1: look i know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen but it does happen
0: that's the quote from the movie movie. nice nice I like your coffee mug by the way. It looks very modern.
1: It looks like a Moscow mule.
0: Yeah, actually it does. <laughs> what do you um you want to tell me about it? It looks very futuristic. <laughs>
1: it's just the mug. A copper mug. a copper mug. It's a copper mug um but
0: it's got like a charging port on it or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's actually an Ember mug um and that is uh like a self so this will keep my coffee warm for up to an hour and a half. And at the precise temperature, so it has. An, uh, yeah, like this is my temperature now.
0: Oh man, you better see a doctor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is the temperature of my my drink right now. <laughs> but it's cool because because it's not cool. It's cool because it's hot.
0: So it keeps your you can set the temperature and it keeps it at that temperature. That's yeah, pretty cool. yeah, Very and and
1: it's pretty cool because
0: futuristic.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, when I when I'm at the office. I have to constantly get up and microwave my coffee, and that sucks, having to do that. Right. Um, so if I just do my, put my drink in here, it just leaves it warm, and I'm pleasantly surprised when I drink my drink.
0: That's nice. cool. Nice. Um, I just have a plain Thank old you. plastic cup today. <laughs> Not even a it's glass okay. cup. It's a tumbler. Just a plastic cup.
1: <laughs> it's a sippy cup.
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of.
1: <laughs> All right. <clears throat> The Haunting from 1963 is a British horror film.
0: Okay, yeah. So this is sort of, I mean, there's obvious similarities between this movie and the movies that uh, this birthed afterwards and the House on Haunted Hill series, which we've done with Vincent Price.
1: Yeah, well, we haven't done them with Vincent Price, but they contain Vincent I'd like Price. to think that he was there with us <laughs> when we were doing it. <laughs> doing the movie i I still have to cook all his recipes okay Um, i meant the movie yes i'll do vincent price too if he wants to i'm totally fine with it the thing is like nothing wrong with a little necrophilia if you're all consenting i'm just kidding
0: okay now
1: (laughs) i don't kink shame as long as it's all consensual i know we we heard that last
0: episode (laughs) um but, I mean, we did an episode on House on Haunted Hill. Hopefully, nobody's really listened to it, because those are some early episodes. Where oh, I think we, maybe our we audio should was it. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, th- th- those we might... Were
1: s- growing pains.
0: They, yeah, that's exactly what they were. I think we're in were a good group now. Yeah. We
1: stopped doing video for YouTube, because I curse too fucking much. But um, uh, they are available on our Patreon once we get them back up and running. Yeah, so.
0: we'll Google we'll, video. We'll talk about video. But right now, yeah. I think audio episodes make us happy
1: yeah because i'm literally in pajamas and i haven't brushed my hair so it's not it's lovely
0: (laughs) i know i'm surprised what do you you mean i
1: know you're supposed to say oh really
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you know i come over here and this is how you greet me at the door so i'm like all right this we're we're running with it
1: listen go sit down
0: (laughs) (laughs) so this uh this movie came after house on haunted hill so um I think I mean there's a lot of similarities, but there is a lot of differences, and there's some things in this movie that House on Haunted Hill did not accomplish, um, such as their great, great camera camera work, the angles and the 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 way they were able to set a mood in some. Not saying that House on Haunted Hill couldn't do it, but I think that for the time, this was really starting to push the envelope with camera work.
1: Well, yeah. So the director approached a horror movie. In a completely different way. They both are good and effective movies. But I think director Robert Wise was wise <laughs> in using a brand new kind of camera, right? Because he had that oh, really? brand, brand new kind of a uh, lens. It was an anthropomorphic whatever lens. Okay. And that's why you get those uneasy feelings when you're going down the hallway with the movie. Um, but it was so new that he had to sign a waiver once to get that lens okay. saying, I re- I recognize this may get fucked up.
0: Wow. <laughs> so that, I mean, that's, that makes a whole lot of sense mm-hmm. because there was something that I felt just through watching it. Forget Like if I would have watched it on mute, I would have felt the same feeling just by Unease. visually. Yeah. Seeing the way the camera moved. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense that they were using some newer uh, lens or technology, you know, that hadn't been done before. So that's great. Um, but you said this was a British horror film?
1: Yeah, so it's an MGM film. But when Robert Wise, the director, went to MGM, he only gave him a $1 million budget. He's like, I need more money. So he went to MGM <laughs> 63, UK. 63, that's still a lot of money, isn't it? So he, Yeah, so he, now it's, well, no, it's not. But then he went to MGM UK, and that's when they granted him an extra like, $500,000, and he's like, okay, bet. Oh, okay. And so that's why it's a British movie. British. It's, the, this movie is set in New England, though.
0: Back in New England, I'm telling you, kid.
1: So, do you recognize the name Robert Weiss anywhere?
0: No, but there's a guy named Rob Weiss who does, uh, who was a uh, a writer on Entourage, but um, definitely
1: not him. Not him. No, definitely <laughs> not
0: him. But but he, uh, in his own right, did a great job.
1: Well, Robert Weiss directed. Well, so interestingly enough, Robert Weiss was raised Pennsylvania Dutch. Okay. Like Amish.
0: Okay. <laughs> churning that butter
1: he also churned out the sound of music west side Whoa, story andromeda strain the... and several b-rated movies
0: this guy did the sound of music yes that's all i need to know
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay I mean the title card the opening I thought was even already cuz even that I was like whoa how did they do that back uh-huh. then you know I know how we do it now video editing has gone so you know you can do anything yeah really. templates digital stuff yeah. it's it's easy um if but back then you know how did they figure out how to do that and the title card was very cool I really like that um and then I don't know I like I know you like to get into where the movie starts so uh do you want to take it from here
1: no <laughs> okay. Uh, well, so the movie was based on a novel, The Haunting of Hill House, written by Shirley Jackson. Right,
0: which is now more probably commonly known because they did a whole Netflix thingy on it.
1: Yeah, and then they also did the awful, awful remake in nineteen what ninety eight, ninety nine with Captain Zeta that. Jones. No, I don't. I don't. I've, I've never seen it. So the I don't Taken know. guy, Liam Fucking Neeson.
0: Oh, did was it awful? Did you see it?
1: It was good. At the time for me because I hadn't seen the original. The original is so much more effective.
0: But here's what I want to. I'm glad you brought that up because while talking about House on Haunted Hill and the episode that we did on House on Haunted Hill, we were actually realizing that the House on Haunted Hill remake and the haunting remake were basically released at the same time. It was almost like the studios were competing And it's the same thing going back to now where they didn't come out that same time. But obviously, House on Haunted Hill came first. Now, The Haunting comes out a few years later. And it's like, hey, you know, we're, you know, I don't know. It's Mm. just very funny how, like, oh. That's pretty cool. You know, they they must have thought about that. Like, oh, shit, this studio is doing House on Haunted Hill. Let's do The Haunting.
1: I don't know if it's that. I mean, it might be some of that. Like, a little, you know, (laughs) espionage. But. I think that they all look at the same analytics or the same data set, and then they analyze it, and then they follow the same trends. That's okay, why That's why they people follow consumer. What?
0: I said, okay, Siri.
1: <laughs> My Siri is, is an Indian man, okay? So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he must have nice hair. bet you he does. <laughs> What's his name again? Mohinder?
1: Mohinder Suresh. <laughs> nice. well wait so that's the haunting by uh, um haunting of hill house by shirley jackson that novel now the screenplay was written by nelson Gidding, and he wrote the screenplay why is that hard for me today in six months and his view of this entire story is completely different than the book however however and we can discuss this later but he wanted to take it more of a of um realistic approach and shirley said no it's a haunted house movie stick with that okay right?
0: so question real quick the so, shirley person who wrote the mm-hmm. she wrote a screenplay or a book it she was wrote a book, the novel novel yeah. now what time period is this is um she,
1: just before so uh,
0: so it's not like a mary shelley's frankenstein no 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 no. it wasn't like deck like yeah it was in okay. a century
1: before okay. or anything but um she was actually, she actually had input. Okay. Like they asked her if they can change the name and she says, well, we can go with The Haunting instead of The Haunting of Hill House. Okay. And she signed off on that. Gotcha. Um, but also, um, oh, I lost my thought.
0: All right. Find it.
1: Also, okay. Actually, Robert Wise was reading The Haunting of Hill House when he was finishing up West Side Story and was like, oh, this is scary as shit. So I think I want to read the book now.
0: Okay. I'm still like in awe that this guy's West Side Story, so, uh, Sound of Music, and uh, and this movie. That's that's pretty good. It shows some range there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a hell of a range. Um, also, he chose to do it in black and white because he thought that it would add to the movie. It adds, and, and I agree, it adds to the grittiness, it adds to the spook factor, and it adds to the... Um, the cleverly clever use of the shadows i was
0: literally thinking about that and i was going to ask you about that because i remembered i was like wait we had color movies by then so why is this in black and white because you know at first i'm thinking it's a movie from the 40s or something like that Mm -hmm. and i think that's because the color was not in there um but you know when i when i saw 63 i was like wait i think the birds came out in 63 and that was color
1: yeah oh to be Headed. um so this movie also, not just the use of black and white, but if you look at things like the Iron Gate that we'll talk about in a second, the sharp, sharp points, and then just gnarly kind of look of, of all of the the background and everything. It's not just the film tricks, but it's also the house, the house in and of itself, mm-hmm. is scary as shit.
0: Yeah, looks a lot more scarier than the uh, House on Haunted Hill house, which yeah, was which very is, modern. Wasn't it a modern
1: well, it was house? Well, ho- it's a house in Los Feliz, I think, right? The yeah, House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, and but, I
0: think it, it has an architectural look to it, but it is yeah, not a it's not scary like, look. it's like Mayan, right? Yeah, it has like right, Mayan yeah.
1: symbols outside. Uh, well, this, one was this, this house was designed by Elliot Scott, who went on to also design on the Indiana Jones movies. Oh,
0: nice. Well,
1: so this is like an all-star... Structurally sound movie, yeah, and that is why when the movie came out, there were it was definitely called an effective movie, albeit they did point out plot holes, and that it kind of took a while to get good.
0: I do have to say that that you know again, this one is a almost what two over two hour long movie or something like that, yeah. and I feel that there's a lot of the the main one of the main characters talking to themselves you know the narrative but right. it's almost like too much where it's like wait a minute we're in another sequence where she's like talking to herself while we're just watching things happen
1: right so i think that might be and i haven't read the novel yet but it might just be because the novel has all this internal monologue or dialogue um and she the actress has to convey yeah she the actress has to convey that she is thinking these things because really the majority of her dialogue is internal. And the reality is what we tell ourselves or the internal dialogue we have with ourselves is not what we share with other people. So it's a lot more telling and genuine.
0: That's true. Yeah. Um, But I just saying for the length of it, it, it was a lot where it was like, Oh, okay, well she's talking to herself again. It sort of like just disconnected me, but I also, and let me just preface this, that in certain times of my life, I've been sort of kind of hermited and I've, I don't know, as just whatever, without going into details, I haven't been surrounded by lots of people at, at certain times of my life. And I internally somewhat, I guess, talk to myself, but I, I, I mean, not somewhat. I probably only internally talk to myself. However, I never really talk to myself out loud. And so when I do see that in movies or TV shows where a character comes in and they're like, oh, my God, what would I do here? And they're saying it out loud. I always look at those scenes and I'm like, I would never talk out loud to myself in a situation like that. <laughs> I would think what I'm going to do, but I would never say it out loud.
1: I'm, I'm the opposite.
0: Yeah, you would say it out loud. I, I would. like <laughs> So
1: at, at work, as an example, I mostly work with my door closed or mostly closed because I'll talk to myself. And Friday... I worked from home, as an example, and I was particularly pissed off at somebody at work. <laughs> so I was sitting here cursing and fucking doing, like saying, oh, what the fuck? Just fucking do it, right? Yeah. To the point where my daughter came into my office and was like, do you need to take a break? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, um, I'm the opposite.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I, so what I'm saying is like, in real life, yes, I've talked to myself as much as this lady has <laughs> to the point. So,
1: what you're saying is you relate it to Eleanor. <laughs> yeah,
0: but in the movie form of it, I was like, God damn, this is kind of well, getting yeah, a little boring. Up. And I was almost self internalizing, like, what I've done and what I, you know, I was like, oh, well, no wonder fucking people thought I was weird because I was so, <laughs> <laughs> so in my head half the time. Um, there was a time where I didn't speak any words except for probably to my dogs for like, and even that, they, were very well trained, so I didn't need to like vocally tell them what needed to be Uh done half the time. And I think I went at least a day or two where I was like, I don't think I've used my vocal cords, (laughs) and it actually hurt. It was almost like a muscle that you haven't used, and it was like strained when I had my first conversation with somebody.
1: I think I'm going to try that. I think I'm going to do a day of not talking. I don't, I don't recommend <laughs> it. I don't recommend
0: it. The reason I was in that position in life was not a good one. So, you know, those are those, uh, you got peaks and valleys. That, mm-hmm. that definitely. was definitely a valley, but it was a dark valley. And
1: it was like Death Valley.
0: Yeah, Death Valley. You don't really want to be there, you know?
1: Well, I hear you. I hear you because now you're talking
0: <laughs> <laughs> loud and clear.
1: Uh-huh. Roger, roger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, when did the sound of music come out?
1: 61, wasn't
0: it? I don't know. I was, I'm I'm curious because I think 64 was when Mary Poppins came out.
1: Hey Siri, when did the movie The Sound of Music come out?
0: Oh Which one? I found three movies. The Sound of Music. What? The Sound
1: of Music Live Live Music Empire. Empire. The Sound of Music. Uh The Sound of Music came out in nineteen sixty five.
0: So afterwards, whoa. Because I believe Mary Poppins came out in sixty four. And that would have been another Julie Andrews movie um, a year after this movie. I don't know. I am thinking about that. I just was curious because this guy then went to do, from this, went to do Sound of Music.
1: Yeah. Well.
0: A musical. It's almost going (laughs) back. One of the best movies of all time. I would have expected (laughs) that he did the musical first and then did the Haunted House movie.
1: No, I I can understand being like, oh, you've never been around somebody who has such a bubbly personality. You're like, I just need to Uh, go see a horror movie now. (laughs) I I think I
0: have. (laughs) I think I'm looking at that same person Shut up, right my now. God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's someone behind me. <laughs> um, okay, so this movie stars Julie Harris as Eleanor, who also has like over 100 acting credits and was in East of Eden, Knot's Landing, and several TV series and made for TV movies. Okay. He played Eleanor. Then there's Claire Boom, who played Theodora, and she also has over 100 acting credits. She was in Clash of the Titans, where she played Hera. Oh, really? Yeah. And she was in 2010's King's Speech, where she played Queen Mary.
0: Hmm. Uh, I love Clash of the Titans.
1: Richard Johnson, whose name is technically Dick Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Dick Dick. Dick squared. Um, He was John Markaway, and he also... Over 100 acting credits. And he was in.
0: Wait, the, Mark Away, he's the, uh, the guy with the mustache, right? Yeah, he's Mr. Mustachio. Who's sort of like the Vincent Price character of yeah. the movie.
1: Uh, he was in The Boy in Striped Pajamas, and he played the grandpa. But I love that movie.
0: What? The Boy, Boy in
1: Striped Pajamas. It's I so sad. It's this movie about this family who lives just along the wall or is near, or this, yeah, along the wall of a concentration camp. And the boy in the striped pajamas is one of the prisoners there, and he plays with the boy from the family side. Oh, it's such a sad. Never seen movie. it. Don't. It's gonna make you cry. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> well, it's really. It probably good. won't make me cry. But and then he was also Dr. Menard in Zombie with an X with a Z.
0: Zombie with a Z. We that came up recently. What was that from? That was a Fulci film. Yes. Don't make that full, full circle. Don't make that Fulci face at me.
1: <laughs> and then he was also in Tomb Raider.
0: Tomb Raider. Oh, the one. Laura like, Croft. Yeah, the video game. <laughs>
1: <movie>. No. <laughs> and then Russ Tamblyn. Oh, he played Luke. Luke Sanderson.
0: <laughs> he reminded me of a friend that I had back in Massachusetts. Good old Massachusetts, you know. And his name was uh, Andy. I don't say his last name, but uh, he had he had a, his face reminded me of Andy. And uh, I I don't know he it was just funny because he very he was very New England to me.
1: Well, it was in New England. I know. Um. So he so, is oh, from so Inglewood, California. Yeah, he's from Ingle Jingle. Back when it was white.
0: really oh shit. <laughs> okay.
1: And um, he was in West Side Story. He played Riff. He was in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. He was Doctor Lawrence Jacoby in Twin Peaks. He was in Django Unchained.
0: He was? Who did he play in Django? Uh,
1: like some, oh, maybe, I don't know. I don't remember. What do you mean? Um, I hey. did not write it down. He was also in 1971's Dracula vs. Frankenstein, where he played Rico. Rico. And he only took this role after MGM threatened to take away his contract.
0: I should have said Suave.
1: And he's not a ginger.
0: <laughs> he's not? Oh. No,
1: he's a brunette.
0: I think Andy was also a brunette. They had the same <laughs> hair. Andy... Oh, I almost said his last name, sorry.
1: Andy Jacobson? <laughs> no.
0: Not um yet. yeah, so I, <laughs> I the Luke character I thought was um he was there for I don't know, he he was the guy who was going to inherit the place who was sort of like, I'll just change it up. I'll put strippers yeah. here. And so
1: he's like, oh, I can sell those. I can sell this. How much can I get for that? Can I get a pair of skis for that? You know, like really just monetizing every aspect of the house because he hoped to inherit right. the house. Right. Um, He also was, Uh, what do you call the ones that are not superstitious or believe in supernatural? Me. Well, what what is the actual term?
0: Uh, logical.
1: <laughs> Stupid. No, there's a term.
0: Not crazy?
1: I don't know. Anyway, he was the logical one of it, right? Uh, Skeptical. He was a skeptic. He was a skeptic, right? He was like, nah, it can't be this. That can't be that. That's a draft, whatever, right? Um, And he also was a college-educated man. What was his major in college? Do you remember?
0: FBI.
1: FBI was his major in college?
0: (laughs) Female body investigator?
1: No, no, no. All right. He, he specifically says that he majored, he majored in, in, in martinis.
0: Martinis, right. Okay, sorry.
1: He just ruined it. Hold oh, you know, <laughs> on. No, 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 no. We're not going to pretend you you keep up with things. I knew that there
0: was something <laughs> that had to do with like a college. So I was thinking like, dude, I don't know, whatever. Um,
1: so this, was, this movie was taken from a novel, right? The novel. And there were some differences, even though they try to keep most of the story in line. Uh, so there were fewer characters um, instead of them being six assistants, this movie three, and they explained it away as other pe- the other assistants grew too scared to come.
0: Sure. Yeah. I, I realized right off the bat, I was like, well, there's what's their motive? There's no money like the Haas on Haunted Hill. They were all going to get paid.
1: Well, they're, these, <clears throat> these um, assistants are volunteers, but they get free room and board.
0: Well, I get that for the uh, one lady girl, you know, uh, whatever her name was, because Eleanor. she's Eleanor. Yeah, Nell. Because she's. I uh, have a theory
1: on that. So let me go through it so I don't ruin it and then I'll give you my theory.
0: Okay. But I mean, other than room and board, I mean, what's her name? Doesn't look like she needs a room and board, Theo. She looks like.
1: Maybe she's just curious.
0: That's my point. It's like, what's their motive? Because the other one was clearly money driven. Right. Everybody was trying to get that 10 grand.
1: So that was one change. The other one is. Eleanor's role as an outcast was also more emphasized here.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
1: and the actress actually separated herself away from the entirety of the cast during production in uh, order to maintain that.
0: Wow, very thorough. Maybe she just was like, "You guys, maybe she just hated smell. people." <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to be What is that you guys. smell? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, the character of Theodora <laughs> was given a sharper more slightly crude humor like she's a little meaner to eleanor in the movie
0: i feel like she's european she's like a gypsy descent or something like that <laughs> i don't know
1: why uh let's see and then Markaway was named montague in the in the book and he is more confident as a character in the
0: montague movie. and montague. mark away i don't know i think montague so- sounds better
1: yeah, but also Montague's and the Capulets, maybe they didn't want to draw oh, that. Capulets comparison. and the
0: Montague yeah. Oh right. So maybe right, they right, didn't want
1: to right. do that. But in this movie, if you look at the begin the, the beginning scenes where you have the the uh, Mr. when you have Markaway, uh you have the beginning scenes, you'll notice he blinks a lot.
0: Mr. Maki Markaway.
1: Mr. Maki Markaway. <laughs> um so you'll notice that he blinks a lot. Um and then the director, Rice, was like, you need a he like he mentored him into getting it down better. So if you notice, as the movie progresses, he stops doing all these weird little things like blinking a lot.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I did not pay attention to how many times he was blinking.
1: Yeah, I mean, I only did it. I only did after seeing because I watched it once without you, and then we watched it together, and that's when I and I had already done some. Had you research.
0: seen it before?
1: Yes. Oh, this is a classic movie. Well Hey,
0: you didn't see the Whoa, last hey. one. Hey,
1: wait. What movie was it? The last
0: staircase. One? The spiral staircase. Oh,
1: yeah. Act
0: like you've seen every movie out there already.
1: No, I haven't. That's what the beauty of this. Um, Okay. And then some of the scenes in the house and the house is just the house is the main character of the movie.
0: The house. Yeah. Um, Everything about the house is just like the outside, the inside. It's over the top. I mean, the architecture, the decorations, everything.
1: Well, some of the scenes from the movie were an inspiration to the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, okay. at uh, uh, and Disney World, I haven't been to Disney World.
0: Yeah, same thing.
1: All right. <clears throat> so the movie starts like this: um, John Markaway narrates the origins of the house. Okay, Hugh Crane built the evil house.
0: <laughs> I stand with Hugh Crane.
1: You're Stephen. Oh, no, good. I stand with Hugh Crane and Ukraine. All right, Dad jokes aside. Uh, Hugh Crane built the evil house. It was born bad. His wife was killed even before setting eyes on the house as the horses pulling her carriage were startled of the house, bolted and overturned the carriage.:
0: Yeah, so hitting, we get this hitting whole... a
1: tree what, like in front of the house.: Yeah, we and get... that comes important later.: So the wife immediately dies before even entering, before even setting eyes on the house. This left Crane to raise his daughter, Abigail, alone. They were, he was remarried sometime later, and that wife died, taking a suspicious tumble down the stairs.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Crane finally left Abigail completely alone when he died on a trip to England.
0: A lot of bad luck happening so far in
1: this Yeah. Place. Abigail grew up in that house, still sleeping in the same nursery. As she grew old, she became bedridden and took on a companion nurse from the nearby village. This companion is thought to have led to Abigail's death when she was out hoeing around with the farmhand, unable mm-hmm. to hear Abigail's cry for help.
0: Yeah, she was banging on the wall with her cane Yep. while this girl's out getting some strange...
1: <laughs> I thought I was the only one that still used that. <laughs> I guess I'm strange.
0: Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a lyricist. I like to rhyme every <laughs> once in a while, you know.
1: <laughs> the companion inherited the house, but she lived in isolation. She ultimately hanged herself in the library
0: now is it hanged or hung hanged is it though yes but what's hung then a horse (laughs) (laughs) you don't say like i hung them up
1: you you hung something but if you hanged yourself
0: but it's past tense so wouldn't you have been hung i don't know it's hanged
1: when it's (laughs) like that Okay. When if it's, if it's somebody okay. getting a noose that's hanged? I'm, Hung is like decorations.
0: I'm just asking. I don't know the difference. Okay. Uh,
1: the house then went to Mrs. Sanderson, who believed the house to be haunted. And this is where the story truly begins. Okay. Mr. Markway is an anthropologist, and he's looking to rent out the house in order to research the supernatural. Okay. Mrs. Sanderson is initially against it, but is easily swayed and then pressed. Now, she's an older woman, so she's like... Well, it would be good to know what happens in the afterlife, seeing that I may see it soon.
0: <laughs> <All> right. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
0: that was her reason for, for yeah. uh, wanting to find out. So, yeah. in other words, they're going to try to investigate the supernatural.
1: Right. Um, and with the caveat that her nephew Luke has to join the research team. After all, is a married man and can't be trusted in a house where there potentially may be with other women.
0: <laughs> okay. That's what she says.
1: <laughs> The other women, maybe his assistants. Uh, he has cultivated this list of potential assistants over the years, and Luke would be a great addition. He would ensure the house is treated respectfully as he expects to inherit the house.
0: Okay, so this list that has been cultivated is sort of just some sort of analytical so we, research data.
1: We find out later that he put together people who have had some exposure or some experience with exposure exposure to or experience with. The supernatural. Supernatural.
0: Yeah. So this would have been documented through some sort of uh, doctor's reports or something Or some like
1: supernatural magazine Sure. Or something, right? Okay. All right. So then we meet Eleanor. Eleanor is an odd woman. She's nervous. Her eyes twitch. She's annoying as fuck. Uh, <laughs> I thought so too, yeah. <laughs> she has this internal dialogue throughout most of the movie that you mentioned. Um, and when we meet her, she's living with her sister, her, her sister's husband and, and their child, and she rents out their couch. Yeah, <laughs> she had previously been the mother's caretaker, um, but the mother had died two months prior to the beginning of these events. We later found out that Eleanor carries that guilt uh, from her mother's death. Since the night that her mother died, Eleanor ignored her calling for Eleanor.
0: Was she out uh, hoeing around too?
1: She was not. She was just basically exhausted because she was the Cinderella of the story.
0: Oh, still this... annoying though. Yeah. Um, without the mice I guess.
1: <laughs> Maybe there is mice, I don't know. <laughs> um so Eleanor has been invited to assist at Hill House and she received a letter and she has an argument with her family where we get hints they don't treat her very well and the sister also mentions that she that Eleanor wanted the mother dead.
0: She wanted um, her mother dead?
1: That's what she says.
0: Because she's just done with it. He's she's like, fuck
1: one. this. She's just go already.
0: So they don't know that she's got invited to some place. They, they just they think just she's know, running away.
1: Yeah. So they won't let her go to Hill House. Not that they know where she's heading. Like she's being very secretive. She's just
0: asking to use the car. She was just she? asking.
1: Yeah. But because I think because she was so secretive about it. Like if you have one car and you're all sharing it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I just need the car. When are you? Where are you going? Oh, I don't know. When are you going to be back? I don't know. Uh, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't lend my car either. <laughs> yeah. So they refuse to lend it to her. So she steals it. I know.
0: The balls on that woman. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And so she wants to leave her current life and actually belong somewhere. So fucking annoying. We uh, she makes her way to the house and where we meet the Dudleys. The Dudleys are the Hill House caretakers. They warn Eleanor about the house as soon as she as soon as they each meet her.
0: Yeah. The first one's at like the front gate. right? Yeah.
1: Mr. Dudley initially refuses to open the gates to her and keeps telling her to go away. And she like carens herself into the property.
0: Uh huh. Right, but and, she she was invited there. She was in the right though. I mean, yeah. or was she not expected at that time?
1: She was the first one to arrive.
0: Right. Yeah. So
1: she must have like left early, gotten there early before everything was set up. But he says to her, Mister Dudley says, "You'll be sorry I ever opened the gate," mm-hmm. which may have le- may have led her, Eleanor, to be so startled when she sets eyes on the house. Yeah. Because she gets scared when she first sees the house.
0: He's almost give, trying to give her a...
1: Like a warning. A, a warning, yeah. yeah. Like, hey. Yeah, she even, uh, she even thinks, like, it's waiting for me. Evil. waiting. But she she's, still goes inside. She's
0: attracted to it.
1: We're all attracted to a little wild every now and
0: again. Wild, evil. Those are two different words.
1: One would argue that... <laughs> One could argue One that the other.
0: evil can be wild, but is wild always evil? No,
1: no. the when I think of the word wild, I think of horses. When horses. When you think of the word wild, what do you think of?
0: Yeah, I mean wild. Right now, the word wild to me, I don't know. Um, it's it has horses connected to it, and I think that's just because you said <laughs> horses. Sorry. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Wild, wild stallions. That's what it makes me think of.
1: Well, horses, then. All right. No,
0: but wild as in like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure.
1: (laughs) Wild (laughs) stallions. Theodore,
0: what is it? Theodore. Yeah, Theo, Theodore. Theodore. Ted, Theodore Logan. Theodore Logan. And uh, Bill S. Preston, Esquire.
1: (laughs) That's right. We We are wild (laughs) 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 stallions.
0: That's what it makes me think of.
1: All right. Um, where was I even? Okay. Then, um, then she's let in and she meets Mrs. Dudley, who's just as vocal. She repeatedly comments that, quote, no one lives nearer than town. No one will come nearer than that. <laughs> no one will come in the night. She's rehearsing. In the, the speech. dark. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She's rehearsing. Yeah, speech. well, she
1: says the same exact speech to Theo when Theo arrives.
0: Yeah, I thought it was funny that uh Nell decides to finish her sentence. Yeah, <laughs> Nell's
1: annoying as shit. She's
0: like, Yeah, let me just tell you where um where we're at with
1: you know. Yeah, you're she, gonna
0: repeat this shit Nell, over and over again.
1: <laughs> yeah, Nell looks like an young old woman.
0: Mm-hmm. Seriously, she does.
1: Like, she behaves like a child, but she looks... And it might just be because she's supposed to be frumpy, but Maybe. she looks like an older lady. Yeah,
0: I, I was a little bit like, wait, is she young or old? I wasn't sure. <laughs> she's y- old. And then speaking of which, we also, uh, just to touch on it real quick, the opening scene when you were talking about the lady who was bedridden, they did a really cool, like, transformation Transition. scene. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah, so.
1: from, from, from 10-year-old child to elderly woman. Yeah. Like yeah. that was a really good transition.
0: But the same thing is happening with with Nell and Theo over here too because Theo I'm like, "Okay, I know where she's at." But Nell I'm like, "I don't know. Are you young <laughs> or are you old? What's happening she's here?" She's y- old. I just said, to <laughs> y- "Old." <laughs> <laughs> she's old. Y- she's old.
1: Um so then once Eleanor's alone again, uh she's nervous again and she's easily frightened like everything. And she says or she thinks I'm like a small creature swallowed whole by a monster, and the monster feels my tiny movements inside.
0: Mm, Very poetic.
1: Very (laughs) crazy. (laughs) So then her, her, um, not her roommate, but in the adjacent room, they have like an adjacent, like a...
0: Yeah, like a hotel that shares a doorway. Uh,
1: So her name is Theodora. When she arrives in the house, um, Eleanor is less afraid. Theo is different. And not just because she's a lesbian, but because she appears to be psychic.
0: Yeah, I was wondering, I was going to ask you that because I know you're uh you have a pretty good judgment character. I'm both character. a psychic <laughs> and a lesbian. Yeah. Yes. But what was her deal though? What's Theo's deal?
1: Theo is there on the surface. Theo is there because it's interesting. She she's likes she's into the paranormal she's just more intrigued and just she's wants intrigued to she's intrigued and is there for that yeah because she c- looks like she's well dressed she looks like she comes from money she looks like she's got she's cultured you know she's traveled mm-hmm. uh we learn later that she may have just split up with her girlfriend or partner or whatever uh but she references ha- having her ha- her apartment with her partner and she says we mm-hmm. and she also mentions uh that they go antiquing which is the Gayest thing. To
0: go antiquing.
1: I loved going to the Rose Bowl flea market. I love going to the Fairfax, really, flea market. (laughs) There's even the airport one um, in Santa Monica. Like, I used to do that shit all the time. Okay. It's something we gays like to do. All right. Antiquing. (laughs) So, we think she's kind of psychic because she guesses that Eleanor's nickname is now. And she knows that Eleanor has purchased new clothing specifically for this trip. She goes, go put on one of your new outfits, something that'll make you stand out in this house. You don't want to blend into this house.
0: They mentioned that she had like uh she was really good at cards too, right? Well, she was a not gin cards. expert. Cards?
1: No, no, that was Luke. When Mrs Sanderson said Luke has to go with you when she rented the house out to Markaway, she said to Markaway, "Don't let him play you at gin. He's really good at gin." Oh,
0: it was Luke that was. Yeah. Gin. Okay, sorry. Theo,
1: she is the card thing was Theo came up in the supernatural world because there was this study that was done and she guessed 19 out of the 20 cards right. that were not within sight
0: right 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 so in other words later on maybe she so she's psychic de- she's- so When you use her psychic powers, yeah. So, when she's beating
1: Luke at gin, he accuses her of cheating, and she's like, Don't be a welter, give me my money. Uh, (laughs) Yes, yes, yes.
0: Thank you. I was thinking about that. I just got a little bit confused on who was the gin expert. I thought that she was the gin expert because of her psychic ability, but I I think that's
1: illegal. You can't do that in Vegas, can you? (laughs) (laughs) Um. So they go, the women decide to explore the house, and they get lost. And Theo starts teasing Nell. It wants you now. The house wants you. Mm-hmm. Because they're terrified. <laughs> but also, I think Theo might be a plant. And I'll get to my theory in a little bit.
0: You think she was planted?
1: Yeah, like in a garden. Like a garden gnome. Um, then Markaway appears and scares him. And when Theo says she thought he was being ghostly or ghoulish, Markaway shares the f- following as if they were facts. One. Ghoulish is a feeling of horror, which is often accompanied by intense cold. Why is he putting out there that you have to be cold? Anyway, that goes along with my theory. And ghosts are, however, a real thing. So there's that. But we find out from something that he says later on is ghosts cannot physically hurt you. Yeah, that is accurate. What can hurt you is your reaction to your own terror. And that's in real life. That
0: I feel like with, you know, all of the supernatural ghost stories that have sort of been either told or documented or, or unsolved mystery type of events or whatever. It's never something like physically harming, you know, in like this... You know, when we watch a like a scary ghost story and somebody is getting killed by a ghost or whatever, it's never that. Like, it's like, oh, I left the drill plugged in and there was a bunch of holes drilled in my wall when I came back, so the ghost <laughs> must have done. It's all like stupid, like
1: it's a handyman ghost. He's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> making this shelf put up, <laughs> or it's like, oh,
0: the all of, all of the cupboards were open and everything, you know. But it's is not that like where the
1: story of the the shoemaker and the elves comes from. I
0: don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, they do say that specifically. Oh, yeah. Well, ghosts don't well, really hurt you. They a just...
1: poltergeist would, right? Like the movie Poltergeist. But and we find that, out like... that we find out that Eleanor was po- selected because when she was young, she had an experience with a poltergeist, and it's the ah, only one right. recorded, right, uh, the, by the police record, like documented by police. Yes, um, because when she was a young girl, like ten or something, it it rained rocks. Over only her house for three days.
0: See now, if some shit like that happened for real, then I feel like it's a bigger like you. You'd have scientists and uh, other people like trying to study why were there rocks falling from a cloud like that's beyond physics. I don't believe in the right. story. I, I get it, that's whatever, but. If well, I, People who walk around saying shit like that in real life. I feel like that most of the scientists are like, no, nah, man, fucking we, we've been studying this shit for a long time. Rocks <laughs> have not been. Yeah. Hail, maybe. Were you a little bit mistaken and you thought these giant golf balls of ice were rocks? Because that could be true.
1: Well, there is something that is also mentioned by Mark away in the movie. Uh, later on, he mentions things that are preternatural, natural, preternatural. Pre, what? Preternatural. It's before they become... So, it's it's beyond what is normal or in nature. And what it is, it's things that are unable to be explained now, but at some point, they become explained and then become accepted as natural.
0: Okay. So, the pre is the pre- preface. hmm And it's natural with a t at the beginning. Pre, t-natural, ternatural.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: So, natural is different from natural. And it's pre natural. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, I, I want to say... Before earthly nature is what it breaks down to, so before it's natural to Earth
0: mm-hmm.
1: is what I'm thinking. Um, and then the
0: poster natural version is the one that you hang on your wall.
1: Yeah, poster. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. O- obviously.
0: Yeah, like those uh, those those uh, achievement or confidence or whatever participation. <laughs> yeah. Got gotcha. you. You were here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, Okay, so he does, um, he shares the oddities of the house that he's found thus far, and uh, he says the man who built it was a misfit, like dancing, and hated people and their conventional ideas. Uh, He built the house to suit his mind, his mind, um, as if his mind was deranged, right? The doors all hung slightly off-center so that they closed on their own, which I just think is practical, On all the angles are also slightly off. Like, you will not find a 90-degree angle at that house. But that confuses the mind.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's an architectural, like, uh, genius if they're able to do that. Like, <laughs> where we built the house, I mean, you know, think about it. Like, to have everything off-angled... Is means that every other They have
1: to go out of their way to do it. Yeah,
0: every because you can't you know, if you make one side off angle, the other side has to be off angle and then the next piece that attaches to that has to be off angle. Yeah. It's a lot of off angles.
1: Yeah, and they head and then they go and they, they head to the parlor room or whatever. And um the par the purple parlor is where hmm. they're it's gonna be their base of operations or their control center.
0: We would not have known that it was purple because it was a black and white film, but was there a reason they called it the Purple Parlor? It probably was purple. It was probably purple.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but why are they there, right? Why are they there? Uh, Markham has been intrigued by the supernatural or the possibility of it. Markham? Markham.
0: That's his first name? John. John Markham.
1: John Markham.
0: Wait, who's Mark Away?
1: Oh, I'm sorry, Mark Away. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You see, you, you would have that had me typo. confused. I would have kept going with it for oh, a minute and be like, why? oh, yeah, Markham, Markham. I, I put
1: Mark away and it automatically corrects it to Mark away.
0: <laughs> uh, it's a good thing I was like not okay, just going with it. Mark away.
1: I'm just going to call him John. <laughs> so John has been intrigued by the supernatural or the possibility of it. They are there to prove his existence. And these volunteers are there to document the process. The assistants were carefully chosen because of their own experiences, and we already talked about those. Right. As they head off to bed, we hear the, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen, but it does happen, right? And we hear the following. Psychic phenomenon is subject to certain laws. What are they? You won't know until you break them. Well, great. Thanks, motherfucker. That's helpful. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. I mean.
1: Like, you are g- you better not fuck up. Okay. What are the rules? I can't tell you. I can't you. tell you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that sounds like some squid game shit.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. We should talk about squid game. Um. Okay. Night one. Nell mentions drowning seems so ugly, yet so comfortable. Much like being alone. She is... She's dark. She she is the first emo of record. Right? Um, Okay, so that night, the scary parts. Pounding. Pounding on the walls. Nell thinks it's her mother. She realizes it's coming from down the hall. Mm -hmm. And Theo is calling for her, also scared. So she runs into Theo's room. The noises continue. The pounding. And then there's like... (sniffs) Like Sniffling like a dog's outside, sniffing was their, there? their, yeah, oh, okay. like, like, like sniffling, like sniffling, like a sniffing dog outside the door. <laughs> but when they looked under the door, there was no Nothing shadow, there. yeah. And then, um, and then laughter, right? Yeah, but- and then John and Luke had been outside chasing what they thought was a dog, but they were unable to find it, so they decide to start taking precautions because obviously the house wants to keep them.
0: Yeah, but Separate. they did not hear the pounding or the noises. No, they they just thought that they saw some sort of a dog, and they so they tried were to investigating that. Yeah, but the girls were thoroughly freaked out about the sounds, and I think well, that might have also been one of those uh, scenes where they did this cool effect with the door almost protruding. No, not yet. That wasn't it mm-hmm. yet. Okay, no problem.
1: So throughout the rest of the movie, there. I I want to. I'm going to touch on the the night events, but there are some key crucial elements. So for example, um, the next morning, uh, John starts being kind to Nell, but she takes it as an, Oh, he's interested in me. And she starts getting these ideas that I they're going to be together. That. Yeah. And so that's why later on in, on night two, during those night two events, um, she's like, I can handle this house for him, but I will not handle them hurting a child. Right. Um, because she is putting in her head like there is something happening here. Right. I'm here for him. This is what's supposed to be happening to him. She has this great sense of entitlement. But you know, you don't like,
0: think that he was leading her on. I don't was, because no, right? I
1: think he was just being kind. Right. Yeah. Much like, much like when women like I've I've shared this before. It's like when a girl is nice to a guy, they think that they're the girls are hitting on them mm-hmm. or right. they're interested, and really you're just being polite. Right. Right. So. That's how I found myself in a relationship once. <laughs> 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 um, so, so that's when that begins. Um, but we do also get insight into John a little bit more. Like he chose archaeology because it's one step from the study of dead souls. Mm. So John is also the first also like death goth. <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: And he's got a wife. And, and he does have a wife. His yet. wife doesn't really but seem nobody to. Nobody
1: mentions her because she no. hasn't come into the story yet. Right. But uh throughout the movie, throughout the movie, um, the relationship between Nell and Theo gets tested over and over again because Theo is kind of a bitch. Um, she's she's not mean, but she's direct. I kind of relate to Theo like a lot. <laughs> I relate to Theo yeah. a lot. Like I'm not I'm not bitch. I'm I'm direct. Um, but at one point, um, You know Eleanor is accepting of her until Theo starts teasing her about Nell flirting with John, and that's when it's
0: so like second grade shit.
1: Yeah, and then and then that's when she calls Theo nature's mistake because Theo is obviously gay.
0: I yeah, I really was like, well, well, I think they're telling me that she's gay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, or lesbian or whatever. And she played it so well as an actress. She played it so well because there was she, she didn't say. I love pussy. She didn't say that out loud, but she did like certain looks and sort of subtle movements or gestures that make you feel, Oh, gotcha. Right. I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down, you know?
0: Yeah. That must've been a hard time, you know, for women who were trying to come out.
1: Yeah. So at one point during the movie, when they talk about fears, um, Theo mentions that she's scared to um, what is it? She, she's scared to think about what she actually wants because i think you either had to risk being out in the open or suppress
0: yeah yeah it's um there was so much judgment and people who wanted to avoid other people's judgment or opinions you know because they didn't want to stand you know for those things so it was easy to just be like nope that's not what i'm going to be a part of and i'm just going to cut you off right physically or 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 yeah one or the other there's
1: it's it's violent whether it's emotionally violent or it's physically violent
0: yeah do you remember those statues that were in the like garden of the movie they were like pretty cool yes
1: but let's not forget something really quick that happened before they find the statues okay um it's something wrote on the wall in chalk that said help eleanor yeah come home
0: now what was that That or did it
1: say help eleanor come home or did it say, help, Eleanor, come.
0: Right. Home. Where was the comma? But was <laughs> that a practical joke? Did somebody really write on the wall with chalk on that? Or, or I mean.
1: We're supposed to think that it was the house that did it. But right. this leads but into it... my theory that some shit's shady is going on. And I'll get to that right after we talk about St. Francis curing the lepers. <laughs> that was those statues that you are talking about. Okay. Now, those statues, um, the, the group thinks that it represents each uh, member of the team.
0: Uh, okay, that's why I was confused, because I thought that it did too. Well, not that each member of the team, wasn't it uh, members of the previous story? Wasn't it the wife who who died and the caretaker who took over? Wasn't that who the statues were?
1: Well, I, I guess I can understand why they said that, but it's supposed to be St. Francis curing the leopard. Oh, okay. Lepers. All right. And that is, in Catholicism, St. Francis was shown the way to the lepers when he came across a leper who was begging. St. Francis was terrified, but still kissed the leper's hand, which is a sign of respect then, and gave him coins. Uh, when he turned around, the leper was gone, so he thought that it must have been Jesus. <laughs> and that the lesson is to assist those who society rejects, much like Theo and we can offer them comfort and compassion. You don't have to agree with them, but you can still treat them like a person. Okay. Which I thought this whole haunting was about acceptance of everyone no matter how crazy they are. <laughs> Cuz that's what they did. Each one of them is fucking fucked up in some way and they all accepted one another.
0: Yeah, I guess they did, you know. Yeah. Um they definitely didn't have that much conflict between one another. You know, it wasn't like um you know, any other movie where there was, like, people trying to compete. for Well, I guess, again, in House of Haunted Hill, there was a money factor. So, I feel like there were people competing. neither Night right. of the Living Dead, for example. There was a competition on who's going to try to stay alive. They weren't always working together. Right. You know what I mean? And in this
1: one, they were working together. But what were they working together to achieve is my question. I don't know. Question. Yeah, I'm And I, I have a theory, but... Really quick, a couple of things. Uh, Nell is scared of the library, so she doesn't go into the library when they take a tour. So she doesn't realize that the spiral staircase is broken.
0: The spiral staircase. The spiral staircase. That's funny how that ties into the movie that we did for the last Sunday.
1: <laughs> All right. And then um she also instead she goes out to the balcony while she looks up at the highest window of the highest room and is like oh that's where the companion killed herself, but it's not. She was wrong.
0: <laughs> right, it was on the spiral staircase. Yeah,
1: and then so I don't know.
0: Or not on the spiral staircase, but near like she went up it to to, to get to the right. ledge where she jumped. But
1: when she was on the balcony, she almost fell over the rail. And so John is like, you need to uh, to, to Theo says you need to share a room with her now. You gotta keep an eye on her. And Eleanor is pissed off because she's like, that's my room. That's the only thing that's mine. And I'm like, what a brat. Like, she's such an insult. Like, ugh, I'll get to it in a second. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, also, they find that cold spot in right. front of the locked nursery where Abigail lived and died.
0: So now that, again, if your theory is that there's maybe, like, people working together in cahoots to, like, whatever. So how do they do that? They achieved it by. The cold spot. It's just, they just knew where the cold spot was. Because it was very cold. he could could see his breath.
1: Right. Or they loosened up some kind of, like, the floorboard. Like, because all we see.
0: Let me loosen up my bra strap.
1: (laughs) With my raw wraps? With my raw (laughs) wraps. I don't think anyone went rough and tough in this movie. But
0: um, (laughs) there was no afterbuffs. No (laughs) (laughs) afterbuffs. Sorry, Um, I just threw you for a loop when I. Yeah, talk about Quote Lady, Lady of rage. Of rage.
1: Um, okay, so anyway, so Theo and Eleanor now share a room. Night two chanting, laughter, and sobs of a little girl. That one was when Nell was like, I can keep, I'll hold on anything for him, meaning John, but she's also holding on to somebody's hand and she thinks it's Neo. Neo, <laughs> it's not Neo, <laughs> it's Neo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, uh, so that was that was another supernatural instance. Um, and then they do things like they find this book called Memories for Abigail Esther Crane, a legacy of her education <laughs> and enlightenment from her devoted father, Hugh Desmond Lester Crane, Hill House, October 21st, 1873. They find that book on October 20th, 90 years later. And that's when Eleanor is kind of freaking out about all the images and how dare you crane such. Horrible images for your daughter, and Theo starts making fun of her, and then Neo shows up and dodges bullets.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: not Neo; it's Theo. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay, but that's when Grace appears.
0: Yeah, the the wife, right? That, why did she even show up? Why did John's wife show okay. up?
1: She showed up because she's like, all right, so boom. John, all these reporters are calling you and coming over to the house. You, they know what you're up to. You're going to lose your career. Stop that shit. And he's like, no, I mustn't. I mustn't leave before my research is complete. Yeah. And she's like, all right. And she grabs her suitcase out of the cab and is like, I thought I'm you gonna were going to say that. <laughs> Bitch, I'm moving in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, kind of like in Frankenstein. She like how- super bossed it. Yeah, she was. bossed it and was like, well, I'm staying, I'm moving, yeah, I'm coming in. But it's funny, I'm like looking at the correlation of how the scientists of that era were like, you know, or even earlier times, like Frankenstein, were like, I'm going to do my research, even if it takes me away from my loved one, you know? (laughs) Right. And this one was like, well, I'm coming to you then.
1: (laughs) All right, then, bitch. And then so she's like, he's like, okay, fine, just go to my room. And she's like, no, I'm not going to stay in a supposedly... Because she doesn't believe either. I'm not going to stay in a supposedly haunted house um, with, without being in the dungeon or something. And she's like, what's the worst room in the house? And he's like, there isn't one. Nell goes, the nursery. Oh,
0: right. The smelly right? room. Because that's
1: the, that's the one that's locked and in front of the cold spot. And it's been implanted in her mind already that cold equals terror.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? And there's some like nasty smell in there too or whatever.
1: Um, no, they Wasn't they it? tell her, Don't you don't want to stay there? It smells bad. It's that hasn't been opened in 90 years, it oh, has stench. Okay. That's how they were trying to keep her away. But she's like, All right, I'm going. And then so Nell tries to apologize. She's like, Uh uh-uh, uh, you're not gonna trick me. And they get to the top of the stairs, and the door is
0: open. Yes,
1: it had been locked,
0: it was locked, but it's open now.
1: Yep. And Who done so it? now Grace is sleeping in that room. Everybody else is sleeping down in the purple parlor. And what's his name? Luke is supposed to watch her, but comes down for a drink instead. And suddenly, shit hits the fan. Yeah. What happens? Loud noises, screaming, howling, everything you can think of. And the special effects of the door. Oh, Amazing. is this where the door starts
0: pushing and protruding out? Uh-huh. Yeah, it was really cool. It was very... Um... I don't know. It just looked rubbery almost. Yeah, it looks rubbery
1: almost, but it was like laminate wood or something Mm -hmm. that somebody was pushing on the other side. But I thought it was a very
0: cool effect. Very effective. Mm -hmm.
1: Very, very effective. And um, so John's scared because his wife's upstairs. Nell's like, no, she's taking my place. The house wants me. It wants me, not her. (laughs) And she goes the back way up to Grace's room, and Grace is gone. And Nell is like, God damn it. The house took her instead of me. The house should have taken yeah, me. Yeah, she's so selfish. What a
0: <laughs> bitch. <laughs> me, 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 me.
1: Me, 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 me. And so now, they're they are trying to figure out where Grace is. And this whole time, right? And they can't look for Grace because Nell is being difficult. And so they, they try... Oh, no. And she's being difficult. Anyway, she... Even runs away, runs up to the into the library. No, no, she runs to the sunroom where the statues were when they pretended that that was Crane's statue, and she's like over there saying, "We've done it. We've killed her." What? What the
0: fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She was a little. So she was. She was like
1: you know, like trying to make. Something out of nothing. Yeah. And then she goes up the spiral staircase, almost killing herself. And John, who chases after her to try to keep her safe, gets to the top and decides, okay, I'll come down. <laughs> Sees Grace open a trap door exactly up there yep, and gets terror- scared. Yep. Right? And Grace disappears again. So when all of that, everybody calms down Eleanor is packed up and they're going to send her away. They bring her car around and whatever. They're like, we'll find Grace, get your ass home. She's like, and that's when she comes clean about not having an apartment, not having anywhere to go to. She has to stay. The house is hers. It belongs to her. It's not fair that Grace took my place. I should be the one lost in the house. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Now, you had me write something down while we were watching the movie, and I don't know if this is just skipping a little bit ahead, but uh, you had me write down... We who walk here walk alone,
1: yeah. We who walk here walk alone, and I think that was a phrase that Eleanor said. Um, because she's already becoming one with the house, yeah, okay, yeah. But I don't remember why I asked you to write it down <laughs> anyway. I have this, I have this like weed patch on my hip because my hip's been hurting,
0: yeah, like a CBD patch, like a
1: CBD patch.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Is it CBD patch or is it? I don't remember. No,
0: it's just I believe it was C B D, yeah.
1: So it like I it, I had itchy right now, I was gonna scratch it and I just scared myself because I'm <laughs> like, What's my skin? What's going on? You're my turning
0: skin? into a leper.
1: <laughs> a leopard.
0: <laughs> no, a leper.
1: I know. I was just kidding.
0: I was gonna make a leopard reference earlier when you were talking about lepers. But then I was like, That's just too lame.
1: Yeah. Oh, now my hand smells like this patch. Okay, anyway. Um. So, oh, did
0: you remember? Uh, there, there was like this weird pattern in a wall at one point, and I swear to God, it they had it look almost like a face. Did, did like, yeah,
1: like a person was looking through it. Yeah,
0: it was almost like this floral pattern in the in Nell's room. room. Yeah, there was like uh, almost like eyes and a mouth and a nose, even, and it was very like sinister looking. Well, I think
1: that's the. I think that's the brilliance of the design of the house, of the set design. Uh-huh. I think that's the brilliance of it because us as people, naturally, our instincts, like instinctually, our survival instincts are to find patterns. That's why people are good with patterns, right? Okay. And the pattern that people look for the most is a faces. Two, a, a faces. So, two eyes and a mouth. So, that could just be flowers, but our minds will automatically make it a face.
0: Yeah. And wow. I
1: think that's the brilliance of the set design.
0: It totally looked like a face to me. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, I thought that was that was a very, uh, you know, good way of bringing some terror to the screen without even showing anything. No blood. no Yeah. Guts, so we no don't gore. see blood.
1: We don't see guts. We don't see ghosts. We don't see shadows. Like, well, we do see shadows. But we don't see like be, like a shadow walking behind the scene or anything. All of this is in our minds because it's in her mind, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So uh, Eleanor is getting put in the car, and she says. Um it says Mrs. what's her name? Marco. Mrs. Mark Mrs. can't satisfy it like I can. She has my place and it isn't fair.
0: Yeah, this is a lot of whining and complaining for me. So I was starting to check out at this point in the mm-hmm. film. Uh still enjoying it, but sort of like, all right, I'm done she was with it. She's complaining you now.
1: a lot. But so she gets to the car and she uh, you know, and Luke is gonna drive her home or whatever, or drive with her home. But when Luke steps out of the car to grab a key for the gate, Eleanor takes the car and starts leaving. (laughs) She takes off. And it's like, this is when her mind just completely goes. Um, She's like, she's leaving and she's like, but the house wants me to stay. And in her mind, the house wants me to stay. And suddenly she loses control of the wheel a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then she says, Hill House doesn't want me to leave. And, And suddenly she thinks that the car losing control is Hill House trying to get her to go back to the house. Um, and she loses control of the car, sees Grace running across the the front of the car, and Eleanor slams into a tree. And that same tree that the first Mrs. Crane crashed into and died. Eleanor's dead. Everybody's uh, sad.
0: That's the same tree.
1: That's the same tree. oh, okay. Right. everybody's everybody's sad. Um, but accepting. This is what she wanted, is what Theo says. Mm. This is what she wanted. And, um, and then Grace, John, Grace and John are like, okay, well, obviously the house is haunted because obviously something was in the car with her, therefore a supernatural exists. And that's where I'm like, what the fuck? Did the Markaways conspire to kill Eleanor so that they can prove a supernatural exists? Because then Theo, being psychic, would have known and been either in on it or she figured, let's just do this. So that I also am a figurehead of the supernatural, right?
0: Okay. And then Luke?
1: And then Luke, he's just... He, at the end, believes but because he's been convinced all of these nights as well. He, remember, he was just thrown into the mix. Mm-hmm. He wasn't part of the original group. Right, so How he, do we he, know he, that he... Grace and John weren't like, okay, let's grab Theo, she's game, let's do this, right? Yeah. And this whole list of six? Sure, whatever, buddy. They needed either they either knew that the house was haunted and they needed a sacrifice in order to keep the haunting's going. Right. Or they knew the history of the house and thought this is a great place to set up something that could be thought of as something supernatural right. in today's So time.
0: they could use so Eleanor's... Um,
1: Eleanor's death, death as, as a... Death as
0: a way to push their narrative.
1: Correct. So that was what I was thinking. So I was thinking everything was so convenient. Like, they chose her specifically because she thought that the hail... May have... Because she could have... What if she had a 10 years old called call and said, there's rocks on my house and it has been rocks. Oh, know? right.
0: Yeah. yeah. And she was so, 10 then? Yeah. So oh, what if, okay. what if yeah.
1: that happened? Uh-huh. What if they knew the fragility of her mind because she put herself in the important role of her mother's caretaker and then once her mother died, she was not important anymore hmm. and she needed to be important. So she was the perfect person to pluck and put into this idea that is 100% controlled because how do we know... That the doors don't close, not because they're hung incorrectly, but because they have an automatic close functionality or, or something. Uh, well, maybe. Like, what if they have, know. like, all you need is a spring.
0: But, well, with all the what-ifs, what if Eleanor never showed up because her family wouldn't let her leave?
1: Eleanor would have showed up.
0: She would have?
1: And she would have because up. Because she's
0: just that psycho? Because
1: she needs to feel important. And her having received a letter from somebody she doesn't know, this John Markaway, or Markham if you typo it, and this grand need to assist him and be important in his work.
0: So she came to the Markham Asylum?
1: She came to the Markham Asylum. <laughs> you know, there when I when I mentioned the um the change between those two, uh the 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 screenplay and the novel, um right. well, he wanted what was his name? His name was n uh, gidding. He wanted to have it like oh this is an asylum and this is her thoughts in the asylum much like that sugar that sugar wait sugar punch movie sucker punch i don't
0: know sucker punch sucker
1: punch yeah much like that movie how it was all in their heads that's what it was supposed to be. If he the screenplay,
0: hmm, that's but then, your favorite kind of movie. But
1: then, Shirley, yeah, Shirley Jackson was like, "No, this is a scary movie, like it's Haunted House, it's Haunted <laughs> House, bro."
0: <laughs> it's not all in their head. There is a fucking ghost here.
1: I thought. I think so. Most of the hauntings and things could have been just in her head, obviously, right? But I think in this case, it could have very well as easily been a setup. Because now, Luke, when he inherits the house. It could be an attraction. It can be like Winchester House. Mm, true, you know? yeah.
0: And in House on Haunted Hill, wasn't it also something like where they rented they, it, right? But weren't well in the remake, they were definitely gags, controlled gags, right? right? They were like
1: well, also in the original, in the original,
0: right? Yeah. So, so that's where you know I guess they kind of tie in again. Where if that is the case, then. Like you said, this could be a selling point for it, or it could have just been something like what all the noises they heard, because there was not supernatural stuff Mm -hmm. seen. So it could have been Luke and what's his name making those noises Mm -hmm. outside of there, and then Theo was just playing along, being all scared just to like get keep her going. I see where you're going. I mean, that makes sense. You, I love your theories. Like I said, many other episodes before. You bring an element to this um, a movie where it could possibly be something that maybe you didn't think of.
1: I think it stems from trauma and not wanting to believe anything people put in front of you. Yeah, you even. But I like it. You even have
0: the ability to do that with writers.
1: Shut up! We're not talking about that right now. <laughs> but yeah, I I love this movie. I think everybody should watch this movie at least once. Actually, I think it's on the list of 101 movies to watch before you die this is such a classic it still stands it may not be jump scares it may not be whatever but it still has it, it's just spooky at its would core would you be
0: interested in watching or have you seen anything of the haunting of hill house the netflix series
1: i would be interested in watching that yeah mm-hmm. i um... i wonder how close it is to the novel versus just based off of the movies
0: well, I don't know how much of it is based off of the movie because I thought, and this, I could be wrong, but I thought I saw a scene of The Haunting on Hill House or some episode of it or whatever where there's like, you know, the um, the man in the hat kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? People mm-hmm. who have like... The sle- same
1: experience where they see the same man yeah. shadow yeah. in yeah, the, the hat. Yeah, the shadow
0: man with the hat, right. Mm-hmm. And there's a really creepy scene where... This guy is like freaking out and he's walking in like, I don't know, not, not at a house. He's out in like the street somewhere and it's very modern looking and he's seeing like this, you know, it's nighttime and there's this man in a hat shadow guy who's like getting closer and closer to him. And, um, Mm,
1: yeah, I'd be interested in watching. I don't
0: know if that was, I think that was haunting on Hill House, but I don't know. I didn't see it. I was, I saw a clip. So,
1: okay. Yeah. No, I would be interested in watching that. Um, Again, there's a lot. If I if we watched everything that we're supposed to watch, we'd be watching movies. We and would never
0: it. stop watching shit. We would have to start watching something right after this because <laughs> there's so many things to watch, and this is just one genre we're talking about here. Yeah, you know, I mean, let alone if we wanted to watch every comedy, action, you know, suspense, drama, whatever. It's like, you know. Somebody's been asking me if we've done Scream, the new Scream movie yet. And I'm like, I haven't got to it yet. Well, I'll well, just there. bring
1: him on. He can talk to us about it. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, all right, I think that's all for today. Thank you for joining us this lovely Sunday.
0: Yes, I was uh the, the flavors of the Sunday were very delightful.
1: <laughs> A little bit musty because
0: it's old. Uh, musty. <laughs> I just thought that was coffee flavored. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the movie, too. Um, I, you know, I'm not one for ghost stories that much, but I enjoyed this one, and I think that uh, the, especially the camera work in this movie was really phenomenal. That was one of the highlights of the movie for me. Or the film. I should say film.
1: The film.
0: I should be a proper man and say film. It's
1: 1963 British. British perfume. film.
0: Would you like a spot of tea?
1: Actually, I would. All right. Well. Okay, bye. <laughs> Check out what we're doing, visit us at ice creampodcast.com, or you can find us on social media at ice cream parlor the podcast.